I heard that a voice is calling, calling all his children, saying Mount Zion gates are open. Greetings and welcome to Jesse I Interviews. My name is Jesse I and I'm recording this on the unceded lands of the Kulin Nation in a place traditionally called Nam, now known to the world as Melbourne, Australia. I've been a reggae DJ, selector and radio announcer for well over two decades now and the idea behind this podcast is to present interviews from my archives in a completely unedited format. Some of the really old ones make me cringe a little. There's a lot of yes eyes in this one, for example. But I think these make for an interesting historical snapshot. In this case, we have the root singer Peter Broggs, who died in 2015, and whose career doesn't seem to be particularly well documented, despite him being a real legend of reggae music. This interview is from sometime around September or October 2000, about four years before he suffered a stroke which left him paralysed on one side. I couldn't afford international phone calls back at this time, but I made this call from the production studio of SRAFM, student radio station at RMIT University, and thankfully nobody ever complained about it. So here we go. Jesse I interviews Peter Broggs back in 2000. I heard Judge a voice is calling, calling all his children, saying Mount Zion gates are open. All right, Peter, can you still hear me? Sure. All right. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna pre-record this for my radio show. So uh, I'm gonna I'm just okay. I'm just gonna do the intro. Uh... You know what's that? You all right? Everything is fine, man. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm just gonna do the intro uh, as if it's for radio, and then I'll play it on my on my radio show on the weekend. So um, okay. I'll just read the intro. With me right now, I'm joined on the line to Jamaica by longtime roots singer Peter Broggs. Peter, thank you for joining me here on Chant Down Babylon. Yeah, man. Greetings and one love in the blessed name of His Imperial Majesty, man. And to all the people in Australia, you know, one love to them, you know? Yes, I. All right, well, if you can please start at the beginning. Might maybe tell us where and when you were born. Well, I was born in a village, like a village they call Richmond in Hanover, in Jamaica. Okay. And then, you know, growing up, I, I, I used to be singing very, very much when I was a little youth. I used to walk everywhere, run around in the bush and sing. Yeah. Okay. What what sort and of songs? I leave when I was like 17 and go to Kingston and find myself deep in the music, you know, and started to hang around Randy's Record Mart in downtown Kingston and get acquainted with the music and yeah, that's how it started. Right. What what year was that that you started hanging around Randy's? Well, when I started hanging around Randy's, it was like in 1974, I think. And late 1973, 74. Right. So the real roots, yeah. the real roots music would have been starting then? Or underway? Definitely. Definitely. Because that is when Bob Marley was on the rise. Yeah. And mm. Jacob Miller. You know, Toots and the Maytels. Gregory Isaac, Dennis Brown, mm. yeah, and a few really cultured 
reggae group in Jamaica roots. Mm. Yeah. Would have been a real scene around Randy's at that time, yeah? Say that again? It would have been a real scene at Randy's at that time. Oh, yeah, man, because that's, that's, that's right at Chancel Lane. And that was like the hottest for reggae music that time because everybody used to hang out right there, you know, in the corner at Chancel Lane. And all over the world, anyone want to meet somebody, they always come right to Chancel Lane to find them. It mm. was like a big reggae office, you know, upon the lane there, you know? Yes, sir. So how did you get your first break in the business? Well, my first bite was I, I go, you know, I after w- in, I go to Kingston, I w- work for about three years in a factory. And then I, you know, I get laid off, redundant, because I started to see Rastafari and started to not to dread. And so, so then, but I used to always sing. Mm. So while on my job, I used to sing two songs. And I always sing them while I work. And when I get redundant, I head straight for the music right. with my check. I go into the studio on my own and make two rhythm tracks, one of them called Van Cout. Repress it and they call it Vampire. So I believe that you were the very first artist to actually put out an album on Russ Records. Yes, because after doing Progressive Youth um, for Bingy Bunny from the Roots Radix, mm-hmm. they released it in London, and uh, and there it went in America, and then Gary was a radio DJ at the time, and then you know that's what he told me. He went out searching for new records to play on his program and he found Progressive Youth mm. and he fell in love with it and he told me it inspired him to write a song and he come to me with the song personally to sing and then I end up doing an album which is Rastafari Live at Rastri 001. Mm. Alright, so well, since then you've put, out, you've put out many albums and you've stayed cultural throughout all the slackness of the 80s and the 90s. What what was it like for you as a roots artist recording during these times? Well, well, you see, I I I I see roots because I only like to sing about good things. Mm. 
Mm. I can sing many, many songs, but I choose the good one to sing. Mm. I like to sing roots. I like to. I am spiritual. I like to sing about the father. I like to sing for the poor. I don't like depression for poor people, and it, you know, and, and the suffering, you know, which I know and experience too, and it also lifts me up and gives me more inspiration because of the suffer that I suffer in Babylon, mm. you know, you know. <clears throat> Because of their living and for their material beings. But now the more I grow older, I get wiser and I know that I mustn't worry myself about, you know, the liberty of Babylon and their material. I have to just worry about praising the Almighty Jarastafara and to live and to save my soul to enter the gates of the holy mountain of Zion. Yes, sir. We give much respect for that. I've got to respect anybody that sticks to the roots and the positive message. Yes. So, um, so then you see... So then, you see, I want to know, and I've been singing roots music from all those times, and I never even get the real good opportunity to try the world and to show the people the fullness and to uplift them and to let them be strong in this time of judgment, you know, and it's coming closer to the fulfillment of the Almighty. Mm. Yeah. So then I know, I know, I know in this time it's going to be my time. Because mm. I... I, I am a servant of the Almighty, Jarastafari, and he's going to give me the power to go there and teach his children who are chosen and for them to be strong and for them to, to hold their, their place in, in Zion where he pay for all his people. Yes, sir. And because, you see, Satan is out there running around like a clown, and he's trying to take away everybody's soul. He's trying to take as much as he can take. Mm. You know, so then I wanted to sing to the people them and to uplift them and to let them strong. Mm. Respect. You know? Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, your latest album, Jar Golden Throne, finds you recording with the UK heavyweight Jar Warrior. How did you come to hook up with him? Oh, he's a member of the Ra, regular ambassador, right? Yes, sir. And, 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 yes. And, 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 and I hook up with him by getting this number from my lady in America. And, and he called me up and just asked me to do back only Jai Golden Throne. Yes, sir. But then I said, it's fine. But then when I go to the studio, I told him I don't like to come and just sing one song. So then I sing four, I sing three, and then my friend said, sing the next one for him. And my guy is a nice man. Mm. And I sing it to four. But when I go home, I listen to them, and I call him up and I said, Look, why don't you just get some rhythm track together and, and, and let me just do a nice CD, you know, mm. instead of just doing four songs. And, you know, if you don't have a lot of money, it doesn't worry because the music is worth much more than the gold, you know, because mm. it have a message for the people to uplift them and to motivate them. Mm. So then I go and I do, you know, like eight more songs, you know. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's a fantastic yeah. result. I think that's that's one of the best releases of uh, of many years. I think that's a great roots release, and I yeah, think. Man. But you see, I I am a roots man, you know. I have many many beautiful roots songs, you know. Mm. But it's to find the right people to work with. Yes, sir. And to deal with it, because nowadays the song that they release, you now you can listen to it is just promoting sex and promoting material and all those stuff. Mm. And the rhythm track, there's no melody. All these DJ songs, it's just bullshit. Yeah. So, so you see, they're just feeding the people with the bad wine, and then when it, they don't have a place for the good wine. <coughs> yeah? Yes, sir. I'm sorry. 
No. Yeah. Okay. So what? Uh, what? Then I want to find. I want to find some good people who guru. Because I know I can do it. I can sing to the world. Beautiful. Sure. I can sing truths and rights. I can sing culture music to the world. Big, just like Bob Marley. I have a big, strong voice. I, I just need a, a, a beautiful group, a band together, nice people, and we could work, and I could do beautiful works to mm. the people. Mm. Well, how how do you compare this album? All I have is roots and culture song. I don't try to sing nothing more than that. I have other songs, yes, but I don't feel that. I feel as a, I am a messenger. I, have a, I am a servant of the Lord. Mm. I am here to to because he inspired me. He gave me all those stuff, because up till today I never pen a song. Mm. I never say I'm going to sit and pen a song and write down some song. I I get it from the Father and say, go and teach the people that and tell them that. Right, just come to cease the war, you know. You know what I mean? Eh? Yeah, natural yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Eh? Yes, sir. Live in love and unity to, to be one people to together, because we are one people, to not let the materialist thing divide us and to make us feel like we are better than each other. Hmm. Yeah? Yes, sir. Well, some, yeah. of, some of the cuts on this album actually remind me, particularly like the song Hail Him, reminds me a little bit of Burning Spear in the late 70s as a sound he had. Are there any artists that have been a particular influence on your style? I, I, yes, Brandon Spears is a really good artist. I like him. He's consistent on his music and his roots music too. I would like to be like in that farm to be consistent and to spread my message just like him. I respect him. He's a hard-working man. Mm. I, re I respect Bob Marley. to a lot of great songs. And, yeah. All right. I, I wanted to ask and, you also... And those are the footsteps I really follow. I, you know, because they... The, the, their inspiration lead my inspiration to think more official because they were thinking positive. Mm. So then I don't want to leave the positiveness and go to the, to the negativeness. Right. Yeah? Even Same. when I know the good always suffer all the time for the bad and the good things always put back the back and the bad things always be up front because this is the world that Satan is trying to capture and to be like he's the boss. But you don't know that he's a loser. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I wanted to ask you, Peter. Um, you took on the name Peter Broggs in 1977. I read when you were recording at Studio One. Is there any story with with that name? Oh, oh, at Studio One recording. Oh, the name oh, Peter yes. Broggs. Oh, you see, you see, Studio One is like a college. Yes, sir. In Jamaica. Yes. Yeah. Where in those times, if you don't pass through studio and come like you still don't recognize. So then you have to push to go there. And when you go into studio one recording studio and do something, then you know, say you're a good singer. Mm. But what about the name Peter Broggs? Why did you decide to take that name? Okay, the name Peter Broggs. Well, the name Peter Broggs, well, I never... <clears throat> and my first two, two singles that I release, I release... Um, I released Henry James, which is my official and original name. Yes, sir. But then I went to him, and this, when I tell him the name, he said he didn't like that name so much. So then he asked me what other name they call me. I said, growing up, they called me Peter, and then, you know, I um, they used to call me a nickname Braggs, you know, and I never liked it. I used to cry over it, and <laughs> so 
and then they stick on me, and then I become Pete Brogs, you know? All right. So I said, well, they used to, they call me Peter, and they also call me Brogs. And he said, maybe we could put those two together. Right. Yes. All right, all right, Peter, well, we're running but out then of... He, but, 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 the, but then he put, on his record, though, he put B-R-A-G-G. He put Pete Bragg. He never put Peter Bragg. He, he put Pete Bragg. Oh, really? But then when I started to record now for the people, you know, I, I, you know, I correct it, you know. All right. I don't know if... Yeah? Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, well, Peter, we're running out of time. Do you have any parting messages for the Australian Massive? Right now, I just want to tell all the Australian Massive that I love them. And I and I wish and pray to the Most High Rastafari that one day I might I should come there and do some beautiful shows for them and to 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 show them the fullness and to the real life of Rastafari and the love and the goodness of the Almighty the Rastafari. I just want to tell them that I love them and respect them all the time. And I have my new CD out and I would like them to go and you know purchase and check it out. And you know, can I love them every time? And I just want to have one message for all the leaders of the world. That I am a messenger of His Imperial Majesty Emperor last year the first. And he gave me this message to give all the leaders of the world. That they must free all the oppressed and all the people who are in bondage and suffering under their hands. And if they don't, I must remind them that he has a storeroom of fire waiting for them on the day of judgment. I just want to tell the world one love and blessing and that we are one and we must come together and be one people and love and harmony. That's why they break a little piece of bread in the church and put it around and give everybody a piece so that we all should live in love and unity and peace in the name of His Imperial Majesty and Pariah's last side first. One love and blessing to all people in Australia. Yes, I respect. All right, Peter Brooks. Thank you very much for if speaking you, to us. If, yes, man, and, 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 and you know, if you, if you need anything for it to come to do something there, you can just get in touch with this lady here in Nanlowicz, you know? Yes, sir. Same way. Yes, yes sir. And bless all the rest of them who there, and all hygiene and sisters, everybody. And just God bless their heart with love and life and health and strength forever and peace. Yes, I bless. One love. All right, Peter, before you go, would it be possible for you to uh, record a couple quick uh, jingles for the radio show over the phone? Just sort of, uh, maybe. Yeah. So, my name is Jesse I, a DJ of the name Jesse Jesse I. I. Yep. Yes. Jesse I, and the show is called Chant Down Babylon. Yes. Yes. Yo, 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 yo. This is Peter Bruggs, and I love to listen to the Root Station by Jesse I. Root Station, Chant Dong Babylon, ever Chant Dong Babylon. One love and respect to everyone. All right. Maybe you want to do that again? Yes, sir. Okay. So, Jesse, I, and, and, and Chant Dong Babylon. That's right, yeah. Yes, people, when I'm in Australia, I listen to the number one station with Jesse, I, Chant Dong Babylon, Pure Roots and Culture. If you want to love the roots and culture and listen to it, just check Jesse I and chant down Babylon. Number one program in Australia. I, Peter Brooks, yes, sir. Yes, I have that sound? That sounds very good. Thank you very much, Peter. All right. And well, love you. All right. I'll, I'll, be, I'll speak to you again in the future. Thank you very much for speaking to me. Blessing. All right.
Thank you. Bye. See you later, Peter. Peter Broggs, a.k.a. Pete Bragg, a.k.a. Henry James. I still find it funny that his stage name was derived from a nickname that used to make him cry and doesn't even relate to his real name at all. That's it for this episode. If you enjoy the podcast and you want to support it, please become a patron on Patreon. There's a range of levels with different patron rewards. Check them all out at patreon.com forward slash jesse underscore i underscore interviews. Or just leave me a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you use and spread the word. Thanks for listening. Love and life and health and strength, as the late Henry James would say. Never forget the father. Give